I like the Hobbit more than I like the. The, the Hobbits the definitely Hobbit slaps. a tighter story. Mm. Um, Gone with the Wind. I've never read that. No, I need Breaks to. Though. Wrath, I have that. Peter's girlfriend Linda just read Gone with the Wind, mm. like the full original German version, which is like. I don't know if it was German originally. No, it was not German, Like, but like the original translation. Oh, it's like yeah. a really old translation. So it's like, she was, it was hard to understand, but it was a very good book. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Gatsby is in there. I hate Gatsby. All I remember is like the, the green light and the orgastic yeah. future. Was I like... actually probably would like Gatsby if I read it now, but I did it for like, yeah, 11 English or whatever, and that so. was awful. Mm. But... I enjoyed it. I like Handmaid's the idea Tale. of Gatsby. I've read The Handmaid's Tale. Um, I, I need to read that. I need to read that, but I can't read it now because it'll look like I'm just like dick writing the show. And I don't want to do that. I haven't <laughs> seen the show, but Alexis Bledel's in it. Everything is The Handmaid's Tale. Who's the really to... hot girl in Handmaid's Tale that looks like a crack whore? And she's a Scientologist as well. Mm. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's really hot. I'm into her. Uh, actually, I remember a few years ago, this was in like 2017 or 18, my mum was like... Moss. So hot. Mm. Um, I, I, my mum was like watching it in her room, and I just like walked upstairs and I heard Arca playing <laughs> because they played on um, like PL or a Noche off Arca's like 2017 album. And I was like, What the fuck? Why are you listening to this? And it was in The Handmaid's Tale, and I was like, Slay. That's so oh cool. My God. So there's also Harry Potter, Sorcerer Stone, Ugh. whatever. Infinite Jest, which my sister keeps telling me to read. I really want to read, read it, it, but I, it'll take me 200 years to read it. Mm. To it Kill long? a Mockingbird. Um, Infinite Jest is like infamously cryptic, and there are like 200 pages of footnotes. Mm. A Little Life is in there, which is uh, I don't want to read A Little Life. Everyone says it's like It's cringe. just boring. Yeah. It's Isn't it just like torture porn? Yeah. Maybe I'll um, like it then. I think you would like it. <laughs> I have it on my bedside table, but I'm just like, uh, it's so big. That's I'm a lazy. thick one. Uh, and the rest I don't care. I don't know, if I had to vote for any of them, I'd probably vote for, like, To Kill a Mockingbird or something, right? I think 1984 is in there, isn't it? Well... 1984. To Kill a Mockingbird I was in a play in 1984 and we did blackface. That's hot. <laughs> really, I'm, I'm into that. Um, I like To Kill a Mockingbird. I, I like it like, too. I feel like it's, um, over-underrated, because everyone's like, it's not, like the best book of all time, but because of that, no one really takes it seriously mm. as, like, one of the best books. And it, it's, it's really good. It's Another, like... English study book, which is actually good, is like what is it? Like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That's oh, I love slaps. that. That's a really um, good book. I have like the old beat up version with a picture of D- Jack Nicholson on the front. The movie is so good. I haven't seen it. I just have um, the book. Of oh, the movie. we need to watch it. It was one of the first movies I watched that I loved. Like one of the first movies that I like was conscious of consuming as like a film. You know, mm. quotation marks. I've never seen. Is that a Kubrick movie? No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Um, Who is it? I'll find out for you. Uh, the reason I was into it, though, when I was like 14 or something when I watched it, is because my school did a production of it, a play, because we, really, we had a really fucked up drama teacher, so it was like, hell yeah, we're going to do this. And it was very disturbing. Mm. The and year after I graduated, they did a Clockwork Orange. Oh, How that would have rocked. That would have rocked. Robert Mulligan, don't know who that is. Director. Uh, I thought you were talking about one who flew over the cuckoo, cuckoo's nest. Oh, that is what I was talking about. I just Googled um, it. Danny DeVito's in it. Really? Yeah. He's such a good actor. I think it was his first acting role, actually. Milos Foreman? Milos. 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 He also did Amadeus, Man on the Moon. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Hair. Oh, I I need to watch Hair the Moon. Hair's really good. Um, And some other nerdy stuff that I don't want to watch. Nice. Interesting. Okay, well, that was our long That's intro, books. I guess. That's books. Let's talk about music. <laughs> no, wait. We have to do questions first, because we're going to talk about music for, like, the next two hours. No. Oh, okay, you go. I'll do questions. Okay, these are fan questions. Um, so, are you guys going to any shows or live performances in the next year? And what are you going to? Oh, fun fact. I was going to go to My Chemical Romance in March next year, but that got pushed back another year to March 2023. Oh, so my God. I'm going to that. Benefit of that though is uh, I was gonna go see Hamilton this July with my family, and then obviously that got cancelled. So my mum like rebooked tickets to the seventeenth of March, which is the exact date that my chemical romance was on, so I couldn't go. But uh, now I can go to Hamilton. You see, that's lucky. We're going to Hamilton. We're going to April. April. I don't know if that's. I don't know if they've changed it or not. My mum booked tickets for us. I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be playing for a while. Yeah, I'm so sure. I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for Hamilton. I originally booked uh, my my Comic Romance tickets in uh, 2019. Fun fact. So I'm going to actually see them four years after I originally bought the tickets, which is, you know, really cool and swag. 2017? 2019. 2019. That's because, a um, while ago. Yeah, because the show is March 2023 now. Mm. I'm Jared Way. 
Yeah. He's been a writer recently. He writes comic books. Umbrella Academy. Mm. I haven't seen the second season, but I liked the first season of the show. Um, any other things? Are we going to any We're going things? to a rave. We're going to a rave. Oh, December 11th. Who's uh, playing? It's an Australian DJ called X Club. It's just really thick, heavy, techno. It's a bit industrial. I'm yeah. excited for we'll, that. We'll, we'll get Party. sweaty, hot and heavy. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to see Dane at some point in like, Dane, yeah, Shiva. we have tickets to Dane. Is that, is that, is that, has that been rescheduled? It hasn't like been like rescheduled eight times, yet. but not for the last time. They haven't oh. got a date yet, but date coming soon, apparently. Pending. <laughs> and then we're going to go to Strawberry, which is like another... Oh, I really want to go to Strawberry. Yeah. Mm. That's fucked. Mm-hmm. How much are tickets? Like 300. It's not bad. It's three for, days. Yeah, three days. Problem is that you need to pay like the same amount again just for all the drugs that you're going to have to smuggle in. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing. Another fan question is... This is a hype beast question, I stand. Oh, God. <laughs> Thoughts on Devna Vasalia's run at Balenciaga? Um, love, fantastic. I like him. I think I fucking um, hate Vetmont though. Yeah, I liked like OG Vet when it was sort of like counterculture, and then everyone was like, "Wow, this is really cool, actually." And he was like, "Okay, fine, I'll make cool clothes for you." I've said it a thousand times, but I want the Libra raincoat. It's really hot. It's really hot. Is it like a it Libra? Just, it just symbol? has a Libra symbol. It has like the definition of Libra on it. And that's it. <laughs> I know it's like so basic and really like 2017 cringe, but I still think one of the cuntiest moments in fashion is in like one of those early Vetements seasons when um. The no, well, I mean, yeah, but no, when um, uh, Gosha Chinsky walked down the runway in the DHL t-shirt. Oh, I think that, that, was, was, that was cool. That was so hot. I was um, into that. Have you looked at the Balenciaga Couture yet? Not recently, no. They did it for the first time since Balenciaga did it wow. in 68, I think. And I haven't had a chance to look at it, so I can't give my opinion, but I assume it's good. Yeah, I just really like Demna, honestly. I just I think like he's cool. Him. A I lot of people hate like... his Balenciaga stuff, but I think he was perfect for Balenciaga. They made a rebrand after Alexander Wang. Alexander Wang. Ugh, boring, um, cringe. I think that Demna has, like, like, has worked under cool people. Like, he worked under Marc Jacobs at Louis yeah. Vuitton and, what's his name, Nicolas Gesquier yeah. at Louis Vuitton as well. And I think that's, like, probably made him less awful. Like, Balenciaga just really needed a rebrand, honestly, and there was... I think the best possible thing they could have done was lean into that sort of like post ironic style that Demna was doing at Vet because it was perfect for Balenciaga as a house that was so ingrained in being like above everything else. Mm. So they, I feel like that's sort of like quote unquote humbling of them, I guess, but not really. Mm. Was um, really iconic and smart. There's still like lots of um, stylistic things that have stayed the same, like big shoulders or whatever. So hot. So I, I, I approve. I love the pink flamingos dress that he just did. That um, that French actress that I forgot the name of wore to the Met Gala. Which French actress? Is there only one? Is it Marion Cotillard? No. Is there only one I know. It's um, she was in the movie L, but I forgot her name. She's like really iconic, and I know I should know her name, but I forgot her name. Isabel Huppert. She's really hot. She wore um a Balenciaga like red dress that looks like the one that Divine wears in Pink Flamingos. That's really cool. Yeah, thank you, Demna. Yeah, I think he's good. Who asked that one? Um, Matush, you met? Oh, I do love Matush. Slay. Yeah. He's the same. Um, he was in the Valenciaga cargo. <laughs> yeah, and he has the same um, ASICs as me. Mm-hmm. Good taste. That's hot. Okay, this is a good question, which I'm excited for, and you can definitely guess who asked it. Who would look better with tits, Jordan or Tom? <laughs> I already have tits. So do I. Yeah. Except we have different types of tits. I have like fatty tits, you have muscular tits. <laughs> yeah. Who would look better with double Ds? Tom. Mm, that's a good question. Oh, I think Jordan would. You have like the the thicker ass. Yeah, I, I'd have oh, a Nikki well. body, but you'd have like a JoJo body. <laughs> you'd have like a Joe yeah, Wayne from uh, JoJo's body. Yeah, I'd be like main character type. Yeah, big titties. I think it just depends on what waist. you're into. There's there's room for everyone. Yeah, I agree. Um, good I question. Know. Good question. Was I... that one Polly? No, that one was Shanae. Oh, I'm surprised. <laughs> there was also one that says, Tom, how is Titan? And Tom's going to tell you about this movie he watched and I watched oh. a scene from and it's like on craft. Oh, it's fantastic. We have to see it. Okay, so me and some friends went to see Titan, which is the new crazy-ass French film that came out and has been, you know, getting buzz recently. And um, essentially... This isn't the premise, but what the, all the advertising is about, and not really the ad, like the advertising done by them, I guess, but what all the buzz is about and why I wanted to see it was because uh, early in the movie, she, the main character, has uh, sex with a car. And by that, I don't mean, like, she, like, 
gets her like pussy lips clamped on the exhaust pipe. I mean, she literally like goes into the car and the car like violently fucks her. Um, and it was really cool. But that is actually not the point of the movie. It's actually a very lovely movie about uh, chosen family and oh. emotional connection. Except you wouldn't get that from anything that you see about it um, through trailers or anything. But I actually think it was one of the best movies I've seen in like the last 10 years. I was literally like a gape at the end. I had, I could not like, <laughs> coherently create any sentence of my thoughts for like the next like 30 minutes afterwards because I was just processing everything that's it so was, cool we have to see it you've sold me will we come watch it again if we go yeah I really want to watch it again probably another two times and um I saw it at Lido Cinemas which is um, one of like the audio cinemas in Melbourne mm. and it was put on by one of the like Melbourne companies that like gets the licensing for cool films so they did like a trailer of their other films that are coming up soon uh, one of them was a film about a witch coven that worships Kate Bush, I believe. <laughs> is that um, not just you? Hmm? Is that not just you? Yeah, it is. Exactly. That's just <laughs> us. <laughs> and then they played the trailer for The Scary of 61st, which is coming out in December. Uh, We're going to go see that. Fuck you guys yeah. want to come with us. There's a Dasha Q&A as well. Please. Yeah, we should oh, go. she's coming? Or is no, it's online? just online. She was going to come for the Melbourne premiere, yeah, but obviously, you know, like, COVID, COVID law. Yeah. But um, literally everyone in the theatre started, like, cheering at the end of the trailer, which is so funny, because <laughs> it was the... Pr- I saw the premiere of Titan, so everyone there was, like, an artsy mullet twink, mm-hmm. so obviously they all listen to Rezka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Um, oh, there was also another trailer they played, which was about, like, uh, two, like, nuns in a monastery who were lesbians. Nice. Yeah, and, like, they got, like, burned at the stake or something. Anyway, that looked really good, so we should see all these films. Mm. Um... It was just a coincidence that you were reading about, like, a book where people are sexually attracted to cars or something? Or yeah. Was it, no, this wasn't... Or was this an ongoing theme? That this seems to be in? an ongoing theme. So recently, about, like, two or three weeks ago, I read a book called Crash by J.G. Ballard. J.G. Ballard is, like, a author that does, like, science fiction, I guess, normally. He's really cool. I'm a big fan of him. Um... Fun facts for people who listen to music here, and by that I mean people who listen to the same music as me. Uh... <laughs> One of his other big books is called The Atrocity Exhibition, which mm. I just bought to read. And there is a Joy Division album named after that. It's their second album. And then Danny Brown named his 2016 album uh, Atrocity Exhibition after the Joy Division album, mm. which is after the book. So there's a, like a layer of connection here for all the things that I like personally. That's so cool. What's the book like? Um, I haven't read The Atrocity Exhibition book. Mm. It's like a collection of essays. I just picked it up two days ago, so I'm going to mm. get into that. But um, Crash, the book that I just finished... Essentially, it is about this guy who, like, gets in a really violent, fatal car crash. And then he realizes that it's the only thing that, like, attract, like, turns him on ever. Oh. And then it's basically about him, like, meeting a group of other people who, like, chase this high of, like, orgasming in car crashes. And it's great. <laughs> and, like, the ultimate end goal for the main antagonist is that he wants to orchestrate a car crash with um, Elizabeth Taylor, the film star, to kill her. Um, it was really good. Um, That's really cool. When did it come out? the book 1970 something i think still his tail was still hot yeah right and um there's a movie there's a movie adaptation of it by david cronenberg that i need to watch Mm. uh david cronenberg for those who vaguely know film is like the body horror expert he made the fly um stuff like that so Mm. i need to see that um also uh that film came out in 1996 i believe it won the grand jury prize at Cannes, which is like so there's the jury prize, which I think is like somewhere equal to the palm door, basically. And then there's the grand jury prize, which is a award that's only specially given out if the jury deems it to be worthy of that. So it's not like given out every year. <laughs> and it was very controversial because half of the jury like thought it was awful and half the jury thought it was genius. <laughs> so the jury that thought it was really good rebelled against the other half and like gave it the grand jury prize. And Francis Ford Coppola, who was the head of the jury, refused to present the award because he hated the film. That's so cool. That's yeah. funny. Which was really epic. So we need to see that as well, mm. alongside Titan, which nice. have, you know, vaguely similar themes. There's only one other question, which was just about, like, we kind of answered it, like, any books or media you've consumed in the last little while that you want to talk about? Uh, I just read The Shining as well. That was mm. great. Because I love the film, uh, and I love Stephen King, but I haven't actually read The Shining book yet. Which mm. is one of the, like, big Stephen King books that I haven't read. So I did that. It was really good. Yeah? Nice. There's a lot of... Um, discussion between the film and the movie because they're very different so people are like the film is awful it's not a good adaptation or like well the film is better than the movie because it's stylistically cooler it can be different Mm. just be its own thing I just think they're both fantastic and they use the mediums in different ways because like the book has a lot more like of the inner dialogue which like like lets you relate more to the characters such as like Mm -hmm. Jack the you know dude who kills his whole family 
it creates more sympathy for him because you sort of see him starting to lose his mind and stuff. And I thought that was really cool. Also, Wendy's less useless. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen King actually said that Wendy in the film, who is um, Shirley Duvall, my favorite, Love. Uh, is like the most misogynistic character ever created in film because she's so useless and brain dead, which is true. <laughs> That's mm. why she's hot as well. Um, she's, but, she's just crazy. Yeah, she's, she's got those a, eyes. She's got a crazy ass mm. white girl, yeah. white guy. Yeah. Um, but I think the film is also fantastic because it uses the stylistic elements of, you know, like cinema to show how creepy and fucked up the hotel is. So mm. I think they're both good. I would highly recommend both watching the film and reading the book if you can. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. on my list. I'd definitely mm. bump it up. I made um, Jordan watch Heathers the other day. I love Heathers. I love Heathers. I haven't seen the movie, but I like some of the songs from the musical. The musical so. slaps, honestly. The musical's really good. It's like, <clears throat> I think it's definitely different than the movie again, which is the same thing, but... The movie's really good and it's really hot. Yeah, don't let the Joker meme pages find Heather's because then they'll just abuse it. Yeah. Heather's is Joker, but for girls. Yeah. It literally is. If you haven't seen it, it's like this girl and she goes to the school and it's hot, hot, sexy Winona Ryder and all the main popular girls from the school are named Heather. And then they, she wants to like, she's always like, I want to kill my friends. I hate them so much. And then things happen. Mm-hmm. For those who want to watch it, it's good and mm. it has that hot guy in it. Yeah, endorsed. You guys should watch it. It's, it's really good. It's BPD main goals. Yeah. It really is. It's really fun, and I think even if you're a boy who doesn't like like girl movies, it's not really a girl. It's like got like. There's a lot of dark co- comedy it's, elements it's that make it really. That's such a beta take though. Chick flicks are great. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah like, they are. Who doesn't like chick flicks? No. They're... Well, if you're hesitant to watch it, Ugh, I feel like is. you then you just watch it, suck it up, you'll yeah. be fine. I feel like chick flicks are one of the highest forms of like comedy actually because it both appeals to a, like the lowest common denominator but is also very smart and witty at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Things like Mean Girls, things mean like Girls, Devil Legally Prada. Blonde is really good. Legally Blonde is fantastic. Devil Wears Prada. Well, we watched Devil Wears Prada. I made Jordan watch that. It's too. really good. So good. First time I've seen it. Um, Clueless. Clueless was really good too. We watched that together. That's movie. At my local op shop, they have like a DVD rack, obviously, because it's an op shop, and they have a um, you know how they used to like have those like collection packages mm. where there's like five movies in one dvd mm. they have a chicks rock collection and it's like clueless and heathers and not heathers sorry i think it's like clueless mean girls and something else freaky <laughs> really friday oh uh, i think i might be bring it on actually bring it on bring, That's it, on. A good one. bring it on so good but my favorite is bring it on all or nothing with hayden panettiere in it and it has um solange and rihanna what, the what? Fuck? It's so good. why haven't seen this because they basically it's like the same plot like the the oh. black cheerleaders and the white cheerleaders but then this time, like, they're competing the finale. They get to be in, like, a Rihanna music video. <laughs> so, That's... like, Rihanna comes on as a guest judge. That sounds dope. <laughs> That's really funny. It's really good. And Solange is, like, the biggest bitch ever. And she's, like, hot and cool. She's... Queen. Yeah. She's done nothing wrong. I love her. No. Honestly. It was... It's a good movie. You should watch it. I've also been rotating a few books that I've just been, like, halfway through. But I keep, like, quitting to read another book. So that's, mm. like, Wuthering Heights... Which I read an essay on, but I still haven't finished LOL, so I just, like, spoiled it for myself. Mm-hmm. Even though, I mean, there's not much to spoil. Everyone just dies and everyone's sad at the end, but still. <laughs> uh, I just started Pride and Prejudice, because that's my mum's favourite book, and I still haven't read it, so I'm being a good little son. Mm. That's cute. You can have something to talk about with your mum. I know. When you go on a walk um, or something. She always, like, Sweet. watches uh, something when she's, like, making dinner on her laptop, mm. and it's literally just, like, a 50-50 rotation of either Hamilton or the Pride and Prejudice 1996, like, six-part series. <laughs> That's she's amazing. watched, like, 50 times, no joke. But she That's watches so it when marking cute. as well, so whenever I walk past her office, she's just, like, watching it on a screen while, like, marking essays. <laughs> That's so funny. It's, like, her focus music or... I yeah. like that. I watch things in the background, too, mm. if I've seen them before. Yeah. Um, One more recommendation. Mm. I got Asia into a comic book recently. Oh, so good. It's called Saga. Have it's you like read a, it? No, what is so it? so good. It's really hot. It's written by Brian K. Vaughan, who did another comic, Why the Last Man, which is also very popular. And he wrote a TV series that's quite big. I can't remember what it is. Um, but basically, it's like Game of Thrones meets Star Wars in, meets Romeo and Juliet in space. And they're like these like weird people. There's like some, there's this bitch who's like half spider, half human. She yeah. has like huge titties. And oh, she's Ex Machina? It's a, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex Machina is really good. I haven't watched it, but I know it's good. <laughs> mm. It's a it's a fan favorite. Yeah, and I you know I liked it because I read like the eight books of it in like two days. <laughs> yeah, she, oh, he also wrote Lost and Under the Dome, the TV series. Mm-hmm. Under yeah. the Dome sucks, by the way. Both the book and the show. Under the Dome, I hate watched that. It, I I kind of liked it. There were a lot of hot actors. Uh, I watched, like, the first two episodes because it was, like, the big television thing in, like, 2013 yeah, or something. Yeah, fuck's it. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> that sucked. The book is awful as well. It actually starts off really well. I like the premise. It's a Stephen King book. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, funnily enough, it 
came out around the same time as uh, the Simpsons movie, and they mm. have like the same premise, the basically. The same premise, yeah. Which is really funny. But uh, this isn't really a spoiler because none of you should have read it. It kind of sucks and it's really <laughs> long. But basically, there's like this like rural town and it gets trapped under a giant dome and they don't know why. And it was a really good premise. The book itself is actually good up until the end, but the big reveal is that it was aliens. Mm. Why would you do that? That's funny. Like, it would have been better if it was just like left completely. Like what happens is at the end, I think someone accidentally like blows up the entire thing because it's like in an enclosed space. So, you know, explosion mm. kills everything. Nice. And I would have been, I think it would have been cool if like they all just died and then like the dome mysteriously disappeared or something. But no, they were like, no, it was aliens. Mm. Why? <laughs> nice. Oh, another thing I've been reading is a book called The Drama of Being a Child. That sounds it's great. Like, it's really good. It's like really short with big font. So I'm into that. And it's just this, this psychologist bitch talking about like Freud and just like, you're sad because you hate your dad or something like that. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm reading, but it's good. <laughs> I was uh, recently doing, you know, the masculine trait of just like Wikipediaing random things. So because <laughs> I bought a bunch of penguin books, I like read on the history of the penguin like publishing house mm. and they did like um, an offshoot. I forgot what it was called. It was another bird. But anyway, um, I think it was like Pelican Reads or yeah, something. Yeah, Pelican Reads or something. Yeah, and like the first thing they published was like a woman's guide to communism and socialism. And I was like, we should read that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's written by a man, by the way, as well. As it Apparently some, it, yeah, wasn't Penguin created by some like rich guy who wanted to like feed the people books? Yeah, because it wasn't like books were like, um, un- like it, it wasn't like books were like prevented for inaccessible the poor, yeah inaccessible there we go that's the word i was looking for for mm-hmm. like more people to like buy out of like you know money costs or anything but yeah he was just mm-hmm. like people should read these because they're classics and people don't really know so he created like a simple design so people would know what they look like and then just like published like classics that they either had like cheap rights to or in public domain mm. my least favorite thing in the whole world is like the penguin books like the tote bag I oh, it's so that. ugly. It's so yeah. ugly. If you have that, I hate you. <laughs> Sorry. Another fun fact about Penguin is the first one that they published, and the reason they started Penguin was to publish Lady Chatterley's Lover, mm. which is a great book about uh, this guy who, like, cheats on his wife or something. Could be the other way around anyway. But obviously in, like, the 1800s, or like, I think it was uh, early 1900s, actually, that was very controversial, and they, like, tried mm. panning it, so the guy was like, fuck yeah, I'm just gonna... Because there was a demand for it, obviously. People wanted to read it. So it was like, mm. fuck you. I'm going to acquire the rights and publish this for like two pence. <laughs> That's Do you so ever cool. read um, The Picture of Dorian Gray? I literally bought really that in like an op it. shop it's about so a week ago. It's like sitting on my bedside table because I got it for a like dollar. <laughs> this guy who's like really hot and he wants to stay hot and cool. So he like has this picture of himself hanging up that gets more and more grotesque because his personality gets more grotesque. That's but really he hot. stays really like cool and looking. Is that Oscar really, Wilde? It's I Oscar Wilde. Yeah. It's really good. He's gay. That used to, I know. Yeah. It's a well-known fact. Yeah. <laughs> that used to be, that used to be my favorite book before I read Perfume and then Perfume's my favorite book now. After I finished my like rotation of four books, I'm also reading um the Emrata like. Oh, um, I need to borrow that when you're done. It's really good. I'll finish it soon. I like read like the first like quarter and then I started reading Pride and Prejudice, but uh, it's like a really quick read. So I'll get it. I'll finish it. It's really good. Did you finish the Mishima book? Not yet. <laughs> oh, I'll get it because I need. I'll, I need it back. I will read it and then give you my copy of Crash for you to read at the same time. Yeah, sounds mm. good. Uh, the book's really good. I thought I bought it as a meme kind of because you know it's Emrata, but I don't know if she like has a ghostwriter or if she's she actually, actually good. a good writer. She's, like even her like article was good. Well um, written at least. The New York Times. Yeah. Almost. There was a really good um essay that she did on like the Blurred Lines film shoot, which is obviously where she got famous from. And I really liked that because obviously um Robin Thicke is a creep and she was just like, Yeah, he was really gross and like molested me. I mean, unsurprising. Yeah. I'm glad it's on paper now. Yeah. Good for her. And in the intro where she talks about like how she got into modeling, there was a great part where she was like, I was an attractive child, but I wasn't anything special. And then I got a fever and I lost uh, 10 pounds in a week. And everyone was like, wow, you're so skinny. You should do modeling. And I was like, yeah. Literally though. I love that. I like like old school model stories when they're like walking around a shopping center and they're like 12 years old and six foot tall. And, yeah. Like, they get scouted by these like fat, ugly women. That's how like K-pop like, people get scouted as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, um, all the, like, uh, ones in America, they have, like, like, all the big companies have, like, scouts that just, like, go around to, like, California and, like, find hot Asian people. Mm. Yeah. It's really great. <laughs> I wish I was, um, like, a, a white actress in China or something. Yeah. I could be rich. 
Mm. You could do K-pop actually. I'm too tall and like You're I can't sing now. and I can't. Dance. You're too old. I am None too of them old. Can. You're a hag. There's a reason I'm, they, I'm old. I'm there's 21. There's a reason that they train for like ten years. I know. Just none of them can do that initially. Mm-hmm. I've been watching the Chinese produce 101 and it's really good. Oh, like, I need that to watch game that. Show, and a lot of the girls are really old. Not really old, they're like my age, but they're like my dreams are crushed. This is my last chance. If I <laughs> if I can't make it on this show, then I'm just gonna kill myself <laughs> or whatever. We should watch the um the twice produced show 16. Mm. I think it's called. Because, um, I mean, first of all, you, you get to see all the Twice people. I, I really like shows where you see all, like, the... The people come together. Yeah, yeah. girlies. Like in the YouTube K-pop series where it has Stacey. Because mm. mm. they look so different. Like, mm. you know, makeup just wonders, all I'm saying. Is this, like, a documentary on Twice? Or no, it it, it's a... Do you know what project shows are? So yeah, pro- yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those. So Twice is formed for a project show. So they it, host and, like, give tips to, like, the contestants. And no, no. Um, A project show is where it's, like, a competition show where they get a bunch of, um, like, trainees and then they, like basically like for like not forced them i guess but it's like a fight to get to in the group pretty much so only Mm. a few it's like a competition to debut basically so twice Mm. was formed through that it was like them and the nine twice girls and then seven other girls and they had to like fight basically to like debut as a group and the nine girls who were in twice were the nine people who won the show i see in the produce 101 of the chinese one there's like they walk into this big like auditorium and there's a pyramid of chairs like n- ranked from number zero to, uh, i mean number one to number 101 and they walk in and they have to sit on a chair that they think represents like their ranking within the group without meeting any of the other girls mm. and, like this one hot bitch just walks up straight to number one Sorry. and i can't wait to see if she does well because i think you just need that confidence the one that recently happened that was really popular was um, Girls Planet 99, which I want to watch because mm. it just happened. And I haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean, it just came out. I haven't seen it either. The first episode is two and a half hours long. I'm not watching that. But, the but um, the premise of that is that there are three groups, 33 Japanese girls, 33 Korean girls, 33 Chinese girls, mm. and they have to compete to get into the like nine-member group, basically. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, because it's like audience voting, it was pretty much a rigs that like, I think there's like, eight Korean girls and one Chinese girl in the final group but like Chinese one. music fucking sucks that's why <laughs> like Mandarin pop sucks so bad um there's a subunit of NCT that's Chinese based yeah Wavy yeah Wavy I love Wavy they have Jackson Wang from Hong Kong China I love him <laughs> Jackson Wang is hot isn't he American yeah and he yeah. always says I'm Jackson Wang from Hong Kong China that's yeah. how he introduces himself <laughs> we stand dudes rock yeah um I listen to... Do you know Astro Bunny? They're really cute. This no, is, this I don't. Ch- like Chinese or Taiwanese. They're very good. They're really good. They have some horrible yeah, songs, but they have a few like really good songs and they're just like sad Chinese girl. like, like. Oh, that's cute. Like electronic music. It's cute. We should get into more like Asian pop because I feel like Mando Pop sounds great. Mando Pop um, is either really hit or You guys would like the, J- J- the Japan girl groups. They mm. have all these like pr- produce shows. AKB48. Like SKT and like the big ones are the Nagoya one right now. They have like 49 girls or something. That's cool. Is that um, AKB48? N- no, no, no. It's like, it's got 49, this one. Fuck. I mean, AKB48 is like 300 at this point. Y- yeah, they're, they're gone now. They're like three generations out of the popular city. But like, it's a weekly show that like, and they have weekly magazines and all the girls get different shoots and stuff. Oh, that's, that's cute. That's so they, cool. They get kicked off once they turn 21. Yeah. Oh my God. I am old. <laughs> I want to learn all of the members of AKB48 because there are like 300 now and the entire premise is that the same thing. They rotate out as soon as they get too mm. old. Mm. And there are like, yeah, so many of them. Because mm-hmm. I think the entire point is that like, they're idols you can meet, I believe. So that's why there are so many because like, people want to like go to like any random city and see them, which is yeah. so funny. What I found interesting when I lived in Japan was how fucking mainstream these girl groups were. Yeah. Like people talk about them like it's everyday conversation, like, like the weather. Yeah. It's crazy. It's I mean, really cool. Because the only times we've ever had that is like with like the One Direction craze, basically. Mm. Like, I feel like that's the only comparable thing. Mm. At least in recent times, because I mean, like, the Beatles, obviously. We need that. We're, the, the West is starved of boy and girl groups. Like, what do we even have? Like, I guess BTS technically, but that's like an import, so. Um. We're doing a really annoying, like, white boy band. <laughs> it's actually been a while. Yeah. One Direction was 2010 or something. Little Mix is still kind of popping is- up. Little Mix is like criminally underrated in yeah. the US. Yeah, they're, they're like really past good. their prime. Those the thing. Not, mm. not. I mean, like in the public in, like, eye. The public I mean, eye. yeah, definitely. They all have mm. kids now. Yeah, and like people were obviously big on them. Like when they won, um, X Factor. Yeah, they beat One Direction. Yeah. Yeah. One, um, we have one more fan question before we go into um, the Grammys. Scammies. The Scammies, which was actually our first episode. I know. So it's been a year. Wow. And we've only released like five episodes, which is embarrassing for us. No, we've released like twelve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have a. a 
what's it called? A listener question, which is just, how do you be hot? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just don't care, really. <laughs> I think... If well, you have to ask that question. <laughs> yeah. No, the person that asked us is really hot. It's Sachi. <laughs> True. So she's she really needs to calm down. <laughs> Look in the mirror. You need to calm down. You're being too loud. <laughs> no, you're already hot. Shut up. I think you just need to stop caring. Really, not even like the classic stop caring about what other people think of you thing. Just stop just caring care. in general. Just mm. don't care. Well, like, just think you just manifest it. Mm. That's what I did. Yeah. True. If you think hard enough, you become hot. Yeah. I was hotter when I was like 15 than I am now, but. Yeah, well, well later. No. Later, yeah. <laughs> I was. No. I was in my my prime. I've seen photos. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my skinny era. Oh, though. that photo of you and Jimmy T. That's yeah, really funny. There's some bad ones. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think we should move on to the Grammy noms. What, what, what's our time looking like? Like half an hour in. Slide. Thirty-five. Okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> blah 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 blah. I'll I'll read through them. So we have record of the year. First of all, let's do a little discussion on the Grammys. So, Grammys just came out. Um, They're awful nominations. Nominations are awful. Um, I was not yeah. okay, so... It's, yeah, it's, it's... I thought it was interesting to see what got nominated in, like, the year of COVID, when mm. nothing really happened. There is, yeah, not meant... I thought there were some good albums that came out this year, but clearly not enough in the popular mindset, because obviously the Grammys is, like, a popularity contest. Yeah. Like, there have been a lot of good albums, but most of them have been, like, indie-ish. Mm. Okay, I'll read out the nominations. So there is... ABBA, I still have faith in you. John Batiste, Freedom. The Is this Tony for Bennett Record of the Year? Record of the Year. Tony yep. Bennett and Lady Gaga won. Peaches by Justin Bieber. <laughs> Brandy Car- Carlisle, Ride on Time. Joja Cat and SZA, Kiss Me More. Billie Eilish, Happier Than Ever. Lil Nas, um, Call Me By Your Name. Olivia Rodrigo, Driver's License. And Silk Sonic, Leave the Door Open. This is actually a decent category. I don't think any of these songs are like deserving of the record of the year title, but there are a lot of good songs here. They slipped a Silk Sonic in, in uh, right at the end. That that only came out two weeks ago. Oh, Live the Door Open, though, came out like uh, a that, year ago. Yeah, didn't true, it? true. Um, the Tony so, Bennett and Lady Gaga one was a good track. It's really good, and he's never going to perform again, so. I feel like they were nominated for a lot, that Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga mm, album. I feel good. like. like I feel like it was half a sympathy vote, but it also is good. But just like, if they're it was like, not like, if Tony Bennett was not about to die, I don't think it would be a nominated for record of the they're year. They're all like, um, like songs from like the Great American Show, show Book or something yeah. like that. Like, song book. Um, I don't really care about that ABBA song. Um, why is Peaches nominated? I think it's like a fine song, honestly. I can't lie. It's like whatever. Which but... one's happier than ever, Billie Eilish? I haven't listened to the new Billie record. I feel bad because I know I'd probably like it, but I just don't really have the, you know, drive to listen to Billie Eilish. So, mm. um, I think Olivia Rodrigo will win. Yeah, I, the driver's license was pretty big. Yeah. Or Montero. I think those are the two front runners, definitely. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll be happy with Montero winning this. I feel like just because it caused so much outrage online. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. So. <laughs> okay. Album Hold on. Video. Can we take a poop break? I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> Hi, we're back. AOTY. Album of the year. Okay. Here are the nominations. We are John Batiste, Tony Bennett, and Lady Gaga. Love for Sale, Justin Bieber, Justice, I guess. Triple Chucks Dollars, <laughs> what does that mean? Doja Cat, Planet Her, Billie Eilish, Happier Than Ever, Her, Back of My Mind, Lil Nas, Montero, Olivia Rodrigo, Sour, Evermore, and Donda. Um, so, first of all, who is her and why does she keep getting Grammy nominations? Mm. I don't know if she released an album. I don't know a single person I know one song, but I don't know what it is. She's some like, R&B artist, right? I, I think like, there's pop, like one song R&B I like. Pop. I think I've played her before, like, just because it came up. Mm. I think I enjoyed it. Maybe she gets a lot of like algorithm favor. Yeah, that's why she's up there. I think she's um on TikTok too, not Mm. her, but like her music. Look, I'm so unfamiliar. I didn't know that she released an album. I don't know a single song by her. I don't know anyone who listens to her like intentionally. Mm. (laughs) Planet Her was an interesting nom. I mean, it makes sense. Don't you get huge? She is huge. I I I didn't think the album was that big though. I didn't think it was that good. I think it's fine. There's, There's a few good songs. I like. Doja Cat as a Need whole. to Know slaps. Need to Know is great. I like half of that album. I think it's fine now. Yeah. Um, why is Donda here? <laughs> no one on the committee is going to listen to that. <laughs> so I don't know why it's in the album of the nah. year. Like, pointless. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because Kanye like, has been on record in interviews saying that like he definitely deserves album of the year. I think they will give it to him, right? Mm. Surely. That would be really funny. Especially since Taylor Swift is in here as well. Donda's done like a lot of numbers. Um, here I think, I don't know... Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett, maybe. <laughs> I think that's a safe win for them because 
You can't really give that much backlash to a guy dying of like yeah. Alzheimer's or something. Um, sour, I think, could be a good word. Sour's a dark sour, horse. Sour. I liked it. No. I like the first. I like, um, what's it called? Brutal. I love Brutal. Brutal rocks. I Brutal's like my own, the only song. Good For You and Brutal are my two favourite songs. I would never put on Olivia Rodrigo for myself, but mm. I, I like her when it's on. Yeah. The problem for me with Sour is that I think the pop punk songs that she did, which are Brutal and Good For You, are just so much better than the ballads. I don't care about the ballads. The ballads are bad, and also they're like so like i mean she's 17 or whatever but she like, could have really tapped very into something yeah, yeah like like lyrically in- uninteresting but like she's so young you can't i know her that. and then like i just think brutal and good for you go really hard and i like the lyrics in them i think they're great yeah i think they're really good <laughs> her um, singing's really good like when it's cracking she's really it's not hitting the note but it's like powerful it's, it's nice yeah okay look i i don't know i'm gonna lock in sour for the safe pick here but yeah. i think love for sale could get it because you know it's tony bennett i also do i'd like to give it a disclaimer i don't think love for sale is a good album as well mm-hmm. i just think if it wins it's probably gonna be because they're gonna be like hey tony bennett he's got alzheimer's yeah <laughs> i don't think evermore will win although i did like it i've heard bits of it i haven't listened to the whole album yeah i'm a big i feel like this is true with a lot of people where they listen to folklore and loved it and then still haven't listened yeah. to evermore because i'm the same i love folklore i still haven't listened to evermore i know i should i know i'd like it but i'm just like ugh. There's a few really good songs from what I've heard. I should listen to it again. I will. Um, I would be happy if Taylor won, though. I like yeah. Taylor. When was the last time she... Did she win for Lover? I don't remember. Um, I'll look it up. Oh, she won last year as well, lol. Yeah, she won for Folklore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forget about that. That's why a lot of people are saying Evermore will win. See, I think she won't win because of that. Because mm. I feel like they wouldn't give it to the same artist two years in a row. Yeah. Um, so... Folklore won, and then Cardigan was nominated for Song of the Year last year. Should have won. What won, um, what won for Song of the Year last year? I don't know. Um, oh, wasn't it like that Justin Bieber one? Was it? Stuck with you. Yeah, it? I think so. Oh, God, that's awful. Um, Lover was nominated but didn't win. Oh. Reputation nominated didn't win. Good. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, 1989. 1989 won album of the year best pop, pop vocal album and best music, music video was Bad Blood yeah oh and, okay maybe not that one but, the but other then um, the Blank Space was nominated that year for record of the year and it didn't win and it didn't win Blank Space I think is her best song yeah Blank Space is good Blank Space and it was nominated awesome. for song of the year as well um, Red was nominated didn't win Wow. She won Best Song Written for Visual Media for Safe and Sound from The Hunger Games. Okay, that song does bang. That song is good. And then she got nominated for We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. Also a great song. Good song. She won Best Country Solo Performance for Mean, 2011. Mean. And and Speak Now (laughs) is nominated for Best Country Album. And then so she is won. a Grammy darling. She has a lot of Grammys. Yeah, Fearless and won. And to be fair, deserves though because all of those albums are great. Mm. And it also won Best Country Album. White Horse won Best Female Country Vocal Performance and Best. I country like White song. Horse. Yeah. And Record of the Year should have been this, but it was You Belong with Me, but nominated to win. Oh, that song's great as well. Okay, Song of the Year this year. Um, where is it? Okay, the nominations are Ed Sheeran, Bad Habits, <laughs> Alicia Keys and Brandy Carlisle, A Beautiful Noise, Don't Care Who's Alicia like Keys. Like what? Alicia Keys <laughs> in Driver's, 2021. Driver's License. Yeah. Um, her, Fight For You. Why? <laughs> Billie <laughs> Eilish, Happier Than Ever, Doja Cat and SZA, Kiss Me More, Silk Sonic, Leave The Door Open, um, Lil Nas, Montero. Justin Bieber and some other people, Peaches, and can, then Brandy Carlisle, right on time. Before we go into this, can someone explain the difference between Song of the Year and Record of the Year? Song of the Year is for songwriting, I believe. Record of the Year is for production. Okay. I think. I don't know. <laughs> it's, yeah. Record has to be maybe for all-encompassing. Yeah. Um, the Record of the Year is awarded to the best performing artist, the producer, recording engineer, and or mixer for that song. Album of the Year is awarded for the whole album, blah, blah. Just no, like Song of the Year. It doesn't tell you what Song of the Year is. Okay. It says, well, <laughs> song of the year is awarded for a single track or individual track, but res- the recipient of this award is the songwriter who actually wrote the lyric. Yeah. Okay. So, so song of the year is for songwriting, um, record is for production. Yeah. So song of the year, out of those things, people and probably Billy Eilish will win this. To be honest. Yeah, I'd be fine with Billy. I think if it's, this is the song that I'm thinking of, then I like it. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> it's the one with the cute cartoon video, isn't it? I would like. Why is it Sheeran nominated for songwriting, man? That's what. <laughs> I need to look up the lyrics. Um, no, I don't know what this song is. But I'll it's basically it. the same noms as yeah record. I'd be happy with Olivia winning this. Honestly, I think Driver's License is good. Yeah, it's really good. I like Driver's License. Um, yeah, 
Okay. Montero is good as well. I don't care about that. Like, I mean, I know that we're like judging this based on the category they're given, which is their songwriting, but that's not how the Grammys do it anyway. So I'm going to give it to like Lil Nas X here, even though I don't think the songwriting is as good, just because the song is the best one here. (laughs) I'm going to give it to Olivia Rodrigo. And you? Yeah, I'll go Lil Nas X as well. Okay, here's my favorite category to talk about Best New Artist. Go for it. So, Aruj Aftab, not familiar. Jimmy Allen, not familiar. Baby Kim. He's been around for a while, not too long, so I, I, I can understand my best new artist. He's only had one EP before this album. And that EP rocks. Yeah, it was great. Because um, orange soda on it. Bitch orange. sit on my face, I attacked attack that. that. Um, here's the best part here. Phineas. Phineas. Uh, I didn't even know he made his own music. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, it's not good. Um, it was not received well. Not many people really listened to it. Um, so I don't know why he's nominated in Best New Artist. Also, he already has eight Grammys. Mm. So why is he in Best... That should, you should not be allowed to be nominated for Best New Artist if you have Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> if you have eight Grammys, because you are essentially half of you know Billie Eilish, the artist. Yeah. Um, the I'd... Last Animals, they debuted in 2014. Yeah. <laughs> Um, their biggest song besides Heatwaves came out in 2016, I think. Mm. Why are they here? Uh, another one that I love here, Japanese, Japanese Breakfast. Breakfast. I, love. I was listening to Japanese Breakfast in 2016 because that's when she debuted and made like she was popular then in like the indie world, and then also with Just Soft Sounds for Another Planet as well, which is the one that I love the most in 2017 or 18. Yeah, she's well known. Mm. Like. Uh, obviously, I know that, like, not in, like, the grand scheme, I think she's well-known, but, like, in cr- she's a critical darling. People know her if you, like, follow, like, music mm. at all. So I don't know why she's in Best New Artist. Yeah, mm. stupid. I, I wanted her to win it, though, because she's great, but still. Sure. Um, yeah. And then, like, the Kid Leroy, sure. <laughs> um, Arlo Parks, sure. I don't really care about Olivia Arlo Parks. Olivia Rodrigo, I can't speak. She'll win Olivia Rodrigo, right? Yeah, Surely. probably. Um, Sweetie. She That's came out in 2017 as well, yeah. so I don't know why she's around. here. Yeah. But you know, what did she even do that was notable this year to earn Best New Artist? She had she had a couple of singles, like the Best Friend single was really big. Best Friends is huge. I do love Best Friends. The only other song of hers I can name is like Tap In is great. Yeah. Um, she did the Icy Girl remix yeah. of um. Icy is. Uh, fuck! What's what? My neck, my back. That was a remix. Yeah. Of. She did my the Paris Hilton cooking show. Yeah. Um, She's making good so like this best new artist is always like fucked because you know half of the artists actually debuted ages ago but you know whatever mm. um, they're gonna get this to for Olivia Olivia yeah I'd love to see Jay Brecky win it though I would because I love Japanese Breakfast but this it's I think Olivia has this on lock and I think she deserves it as well even though she also like technically was releasing music in 2016 under Disney but still you know besides that mm-hmm. okay best pop solo performance Justin Bieber anyone couldn't tell you what that is Brandy no. Kyla right on time Billie Eilish don't know <laughs> Um, really Eilish happier than ever Ariana positions and drives license just give it to Olivia here as well give like it to really. Olivia but I'm an Ari stan so I, I hate I, positions I love positions I hate positions so much I don't but know actually, what she's saying I don't, I, I don't know either but that's why I like it enunciate girl come on <laughs> give us anything I like that one I like that her feminist, it's like, sultry and sexy. Yeah. yeah. Yet again, Billy could also win this, and I'm sure that the song is good, but I just haven't listened to it. So. Yeah, neither. Okay. Oh, here's a good category. Best pop duo slash group performance. So we have Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. I get a kick out of you. Justin Bieber and Benny Blanco. Lonely. BTS Butter. Coldplay. Higher Power. And Doja Cat and SZA. Kiss Me More. Is the Coldplay song the BTS song? No, that's my universe. Uh-huh. Um. That's been everywhere. Yeah, I think they're going to give it to Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, right? Because he's dying. This is interesting because I feel like if they nominated BTS, there's going to be a lot of backlash if they don't win, Mm -hmm. is the thing. Because the army is crazy. Um, Personally, I would like to see Tony or Doja Cat win it because I like both of their songs. I'd like to see Gaga and Tony Bennett. Yeah. I love I Gotta Kick Out of You. I love Kiss Me More. I think Kiss Me More rocks. Kiss Me More deserves something. It was like one of the biggest pop songs of the year. So good. I love it. I love that song. I'd be um, happy with either of those. I don't really like Butter, so... I think Butter's, like, fine. I actually do really like Dynamite, I have to say. Mm, Butter is a step down, and then we don't talk about Pernition Dance. That song's <laughs> awful. That song was written by Ed Sheeran, fun fact. Really? It makes sense. Because mm. we don't need permission to <laughs> dance. Oh my god. <laughs> What's your vote, Jordan? Best uh, pop duo. Um, Pest pop duo, Doja Cat yeah. and Sizzle. Okay, best traditional pop vocal album. This is surprisingly stacked considering I haven't listened to any of these, but I just know the artists. <laughs> I know, right? Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Love for Sale. Nora Jones, Till We Meet Again, Live. Tori Kelly, A Tori Kelly Christmas. <laughs> I fucking stand Tori Kelly, she's so good. Ledzy? Ledzy sings Nina. Don't know what that means. Uh, Nina, Nelson, um, Nina Simone, Simone, yeah. 
And then um, the last one's Dolly Parton, Holly Dolly Christmas. Haven't listened to that, but there I can tell two, you it's good. There are two Christmas albums in this. Um, I hope Dolly Parton wins because I love her. I do love Dolly. Um, Nora Jones is really good though. I think um, Willie would be really funny if Willie won this because I love Willie. He's just a big stoner, so... Mm. Um, I don't know. Everyone knows the Lady Gaga album the most out of these. And I mean, obviously people know Dolly, but... Tori Kelly is, like, famous among, like, girls who can sing. Yeah. She, like, is, has really good, like, runs and vocals and stuff. This is actually one of the most stacked categories yeah, this year, I have to good... say, which is surprising. Um, I don't know. I guess my, my vote is for Gaga. And yeah, I mean, I haven't actually listened to any of these yet. I haven't listened, so... but um, t- there's a close tie with a Holly Dolly Christmas, just because I think it sounds great. Hmm. We should listen to that. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, do you have a charger that you can put my vape on, please, Jordan? <laughs> Thank course. you, Jordan. Okay, hey. Best pop vocal album. Justin Bieber. Justin. No. Doja Cat, Planet Her, Billie Eilish, Happier Than Ever, Ariana, Positions, Olivia Rodrigo, Sour. Um, I assume pop vocal means for the best vocal performance, right? Yeah. In that case, I guess Olivia Ariana Grande. Ariana. <laughs> like, but that's not her best vocal No, album. I don't like that album, but like, she's just a good singer. I don't know. Um, like she has real good vocals on like Safety Net is really good yeah um, the other one I'm inter- I, mean, I find it interesting that Planet Her was nominated for best pop vocal album because it's more of a rap album I would say mm. I guess like it is a pop album overall but like th- she doesn't really sing much in it you know what I mean yeah like and especially in like vocals like I think Olivia Dr- Rodrigo might win it yeah because Sour is good Um, I think it's just you know one of the Billy, Ariana, or Olivia. I don't know. One of the girlies. Not Justin Bieber, lol. If Justin Bieber wins anything this year, I'll be very disappointed. Remember when he went yummy for Song of the Year? Yeah. That's what won last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> um, okay. Best dance slash electronic recording. Oh, my... Okay. I'm actually really mad about the dance electronic section this year. Because you for the last away. time... For the last few years, the nominations for the best dance electronic has actually been surprisingly good. Arca was nominated last year, which was very surprising because I didn't expect the Academy to give Arca not at all. And, um... So was um, Bauer. Bauer album was quite good. I think Bauer won last year. And then in 2018, Sophie was nominated, which I think was great. And I was really happy to see that. And that year was also really strong. I think she lost to Justice, which is like fine because it's Justice. I like Justice. They're French house. Justice um, sued Justin Bieber for his album title. Yeah, well. the fact that he, they used a cross in it as well, which is really funny. Listen, Listen to Justice, guys. They're really cool. <laughs> um, anyway, this year, however, is completely awful. And there's just like... Like, I don't care about any of these albums, really. The James um, Blake album's pretty good. It's... James Blake, I feel like I could get it. Uh, for Best Dance Electronic Recording, uh, Afro Jack and David Guetta, Hero, No, Lol, What? <laughs> How are they uh, still around? These guys never go away. I don't know. Um, Olafur Arnold's featuring Bonobo. I'm not familiar, so I can't really come on to that one. James Blake before, that could win. Uh, Bonobo and Totally Enormous Dis- Extinct Dinosaurs. I do like uh, Teed <laughs> as a... You know, because I don't want to repeat that exorbitant name. So that could win. I haven't listened to that song, though. Caribou, you can do it. Caribou's fine. Rufus Dussault, alive. No. Um, Tiesto, the business. I hate Tiesto. Tiesto. So, like, I have no opinion on this category, really. Yeah. I'm just like, who are... There There have been a lot of good electronic albums that came out this year. Like, Yeah, there was no uh, Porter Robinson. Um, like, come on. Give Porter... Like, it's Porter. Like... People know Porter. Yeah. He's, like, popular in, like, the electronic world. Like, they could have given him a nom. It was, like, a critical darling as well. Like, got good reviews. Mm-hmm. But, like, whatever. Definitely a snub. Um, even, like, I don't know if it would count as dance electronic, but even Promises by Floating Points could have got a nom. Mm. Uh, that might have counted as jazz, but I don't know. That wasn't nominated for anything, and I feel like it should have been. Um, because that album rocks. Um, best dance electronic album. Same thing. Like, Marshmallow is here. Major, Major Laser, Laser is here. <laughs> Music is the weapon. Didn't that album come out 10 years ago? Reloaded, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, get me out. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, next. <laughs> okay, so next is... Are there any more interesting categories? Can we skip? Oh, Can we best skip? rock performance. Let's skip to best rock. Okay. Uh, this sucks. You go, you go for it. I don't even know any of these people. Also, a lot of good rock albums came out this year. Mm-hmm. Notably, like, uh, post-punky. A lot, a lot from England. Uh, none of them, you know, mentioned at all. Things like Black Country, New Road, Black Midi, Squid. Amazing. All of them, yet again, not like... Is that what we're listening to in the car? <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yet again, not like unfamiliar, very well reviewed, pretty well known, especially Black Midi. They've had a lot of hype because they like were big off their album in 2018 or 2019. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Instead we get ACDC, Shot in the Dark. Black <laughs> then... Pumas. And Black Pumas is like fine. So like whatever, they can have it. Chris Cornell, which is a cover of Nothing Compares to You. What? <laughs> Uh, Deftones, Ohms, give it to Deftones, I don't care. Uh, Foo Fighters, no. 
I, I just Deftones please I don't yeah. care about anything else here uh, then best metal performance uh, Deftones for Genesis uh, Dream Theater for the Alien I didn't know Dream Theater was still making music they were like uh, what like really annoying stoners listened to in 20, 2005 um, Gojira Amazonia didn't know Gojira was still making music mm. uh, Mastodon pushing the tides didn't know Mastodon was still making music and then Rob Zombie I didn't know Rob Zombie was still making music either this is just like boomer metal like it, there's been a lot of good metal as well this year they probably just vote for names that they recognise literally there's just like some of the bands that were big 15 years ago yeah. like and none of them I haven't heard anyone really talking about any of them recently either I'm just happy they didn't give a nomination to that awful um, Iron Maiden record that came out this year, but mm. that would have been funny. Uh, Senjutsu. I'm an Iron Maiden fan. That album sucks. <laughs> um, best rock song. Weezer. Weezer. <laughs> All my favorite songs are slow and sad. Well, I haven't listened to that, but I'm happy that you have. <laughs> um, my dad loves that album. Uh, Kings of Leon. I didn't know they were making music either. Yet again, they were big in 2010. Mm. Um, Paul McCartney. He was big in, you know, 1960. Um, <laughs> give it to Weezer. Uh, honestly, just give it to Weezer. I don't care. Foo Fighters as well. Like, what? Like, why? Best rock album. Oh, it's just the same nominations. ACDC, Black Pumas, Foo Fighters. Like, why? Paul okay. McCartney. The next category is more interesting. Yeah. Oh, Jay Brecky's got a nom in the and best... And St. Vincent. Okay. Let's go. go. There's okay, a few so good albums. This is the best alternative music album nominations. Fleet Foxes, sure. Halsey, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. Jesus. Japanese Breakfast, Jubilee, Arlo Parks, Collapse in the Sunbeams, and St. Vincent, Daddy's Home. I actually think this is one of the stronger categories yeah. as well. Um, I don't know why Halsey's nominated here. I do like that album. I actually think it's I a good album. To, I'm just like, I don't like her. No, I, I don't. It, I find it really like hard to listen to music of people I think are lame. Yeah, that is true. I I did find it challenging to listen to it for the first time, but I was swayed by the fact that it was produced by um, Trent Reznor, which is why I wanted to listen oh, to it. And it's actually cool. quite good. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I hope some Vincent wins. Yeah, it's just so um, hot. I just like Halsey's like huge. I don't know why she's in Best Alternative Music. It's like when they always shoehorn Bjork into Best Alternative Music. Like, mm. hello. Anyway, um, Fleet Fox's album was fine. Japanese Breakfast album is great. Okay. St. Vincent album is great. Arlo Park's album is also fine. I think that won the um, Mercury Prize this year. Oh, did it? I think so. I didn't listen. But like, uh, Jay Breck, or St. Vincent plays preferably Japanese Breakfast because. Uh, I think this is... Is this her first, like, Grammy year? Yeah. Nominations? Yeah, yeah, give it to that. It's a really good... It's a lot of good hits on that album. Mm. Paprika is my favourite. Are we going to do the rest? Um, we can do R&B. Oh, I don't care. I don't care honestly. Is there anything else here? Where's the music video? Best, best rap, rap performance. Here we go. Okay, so best rap performance nominations. Baby Keem featuring Kendrick. Family Ties, Cardi B, Up, J. Cole featuring 21 Savage <laughs> and Moray, My Life. No. Drake featuring Future and Young Thug, Way Too Sexy. Yes. yes. And Megan Thought Shit. Um, Meg snuck it in with Thought Shit. It's okay. That's a good song. I think it's really fun that Way Too Sexy was nominated because that was universally hated. I think it's great personally, but yeah. you know. I, I liked it. It's also like, why is it in best rap performance? It's like melodic trap, if anything. Mm. Like they like it's featuring Young Thug, neither of which are like I would say like traditional rappers. Future and Young Thug, both uh, auto tune addicts. Yeah, both are great, but mm. I I would never put them in best rap performance. Like best melodic rap performance, which is coming up next. Yes, which mm. they are nominated in, I think. But like best rap performance. Then who's your who's your win? I think definitely Megan. I want Megan to win I this. I Megan think it's by win. far the best song here. Thought Shit is fantastic. One of her best songs. Um, Family Ties. I think it's like whatever. Yeah, I'm kind of bored of that song. The I don't hype think was, was definitely what got it the nom. I do like Up, but I don't think it's like it should be in best rap performance. Like it's it's a fun song, but I don't think it's like anything special. And then J Cole. Lol. Yeah. Uh, I want Megan to win this one definitely. Okay, next category, Best Melodic Rap Performance. Some J. Cole good songs featuring here. Lil Baby, Pride is the Devil. Doja Cat, Need to Know. Uh, Lil Nas featuring Jack Harlow, Industry Baby. Tyler Creator featuring Young Boy, Never Broke Again. Ty <laughs> Dolla Sign, What's Your Name? Uh, and Kanye featuring The Weeknd and Lil Baby, Hurricane. Straight away, let me say What's Your Name is fantastic. I, love I it. actually think every song in this besides the J. Cole one is deserving. I think the other four are really good. Yeah. I've never listened to J. Cole, but Don't. I told Jordan my ex was a J. Cole stan, the most like pseudo-intellectual person I've ever met. And every time we were in the car, he'd play J. Cole. And I now I can never Cole. listen to it because I just think Fuck. about stupid people. Like, yeah. Fucking hate like, J. Cole. That's literally smart. the majority of his audience as well. Oh. Like, you can profile them. They're, they're all the same. So um, from that, 
that piece of my own knowledge and not having listened to this, I would strike that one out. Average J-Cole fan. Uh, but I actually think the other four are all really good. Yeah. Personally, I wanted to go to Need to Know probably, but I, I really... Like need to know. I, I like Hurricane, Need to Know, uh, What's Your Name over Industry Baby, for sure. I do like Industry Baby, though. I think Industry Baby is great. And mm. I think it could be the front runner here. Yeah, you're right. It was but huge. Like, I don't think Tyler's going to win this, honestly. So Take it away for the next category. Best rap song, DMX featuring Jay-Z, Nas, Boss Salts, terrible song. Saweetie featuring Doja Cat, best friend, Great amazing song. 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 Family Ties Again, um, Jail with Jay-Z by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. And then the 21 Savage and J. Cole song again, which oh. we can ignore. I think it's funny that Jail's here. I actually do like Jail, I have to say, just because I think the Jay-Z verse is funny. Jail's really cute. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think it's it's got some good wordplay. I like that one. It's one of the ones I remember. Great hook. It's a bit long. That's well, my that's one critique. It's the first one of the album. That's what you remember. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I listened to that album one time in full, and it took so long. I don't think I've actually finished the entire thing, but the like, best yeah. song here is definitely "Best Friend." I actually want "Best, mm, best Friend." Best Friend is really good. I, I do think it's the best song. I don't think the I don't think it'll win, but I think it's the best song here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Best rap album. Cole, I think Family Ties could win the last one. Sorry, mm-hmm. not J Cole. Uh, Drake certified no. Boy, Nas, King's Disease. No. Tyler the Creator, Call Me If You Get Lost, and Donda. I want Tyler to win this really badly. Yeah, the Tyler album was great. I will say King's Disease Two is really good. Like if you're if you like Nas, definitely listen to that album. He, I like one Nas album. He pops off. It's it came really out good. Thirty years ago. Want to hear no. Nas on a trap beat? It's just absolutely still killing it. It's really good. But apart from that, Call Me If You Get Lost is definitely... I think it's by far the best album here. Like, mm-hmm. not even a competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it far more than Eagle. I don't like Eagle at all. Really? <laughs> I'm an Eagle stan. I'm so bored of Eagle. <laughs> I don't care about Eagle, really. I, I do really like Call Me If You Get Lost, though. I think that album's great. Eagle came out in, like, the formative year of my life. I was uh, living in Japan by myself. So I have a lot of emotional attachments to that album. But that was me with Flower Boy. Which I also don't really listen to much, but like 2017 for me, it was like my like listening to music year. That yeah. was when I was like, you know, discovering Pitchfork, and I thought it was really cool. And I was <laughs> the coolest. Uh, but I think Donda's gonna win here. Oh, please do not give it to Donda. Donda's gonna Best win. Best rap album. It is two hours long. Yeah. Like, no, they're it's not gonna two hours. To mostly gospel music, like some random drill song, some Cardi snippets. There yeah. are some good songs on there. The problem there is that I think like 25% of the album is good, mm. which is like seven songs. Out of like twenty or something, the deluxe has the um, Andre Three K song on it, which Drake leaked, and it's really good. So I don't know if that's included. It's not the deluxe, but that is another good song that he added later. That concludes all the categories I care about. Hold yeah. on, there's the music video on there somewhere. If you scroll all the way down, oh, best Latin pop album actually, and best music had Urbana, which just means like reggaeton. Right. Um, the only Latin pop one I know here is Selena. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure the other albums are really good as well. I just don't listen to much Latin pop, but I should. Best Music Art Urbana, aka Reggaeton. Actually a really strong category as well. Uh, Bad Bunny and J Balvin albums, Carol G album, and then Kali Uchis and Miedo, mm-hmm. yeah, which is really good. All Spanish EP. It was, it was good. I, I want, because I love Telepatia, so, you <laughs> know. I, I'm a cute little, like, white girl like that. I want <laughs> that to win only because it's the only one I fully listen to. Even though I'm sure Bad Bunny and J Balvin albums are good, because I'm kind of a Bad Bunny apologist, but... Yeah, that's great. Kali Uchis is really good, so I want that album to win. I found best music video. Yep. So there's ACDC, Shot in the Dark. No. John Batiste, Freedom. No. Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, I get a kick out of you. I haven't seen that. Justin Bieber, Peaches, Billie Eilish, Happier Than Ever, and Montero. The Billie Eilish video is quite good. I haven't seen it. I think Montero Montero video is so good, good. though. Mm. Um, Oh, actually, best score soundtrack for visual media, um, Soul, which I haven't seen, but I want it to win because Trent Reznor scored it, so... Did he? Yeah. It's an amazing movie. Um, the one I haven't watched. He's been nominated for like the last few years for um, score soundtrack, I yeah. swear. Like every, he was nominated twice last year. Mm. I don't know if he... I'm sure he won. Like if you're nominated twice, you're probably going to win for one of them. Um, <laughs> Obama is nominated for a Promised Land Best Spoken Word album. Lol. Best song written for visual media. Bo Burnham. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot. Uh, um, we... Actually, a Kirby song was nominated. A song from Kirby, like the game. Oh, really? I don't. I forgot which category, but um, that's cute. Uh, Kirby's always had good music. Yeah, uh, like the third video game song ever nominated. I think it was like a Meta Knight one. Also, uh, best recording package, Nick Cave for Carnage, which is a great album. And I don't know why. 
Second time Nick Cave has ever been nominated. I don't know why, because Nick Cave is fantastic and it's her best recording package. <laughs> I don't get it. Nick Cave has been releasing good music for his entire career. Mm-hmm. And he's having a resurgence now because his last few albums since his son died, lol. You know, I've been great. But mm-hmm. still not nominated. Like, best alternative music. Give, please. Please do Nick God. Nick Cave, yeah. Yeah, Skeleton Tree was just one of the best albums of the year. I didn't get nominated for anything. I'm annoyed. I'm fuming. But the, to be fair, there, there are so many good albums that haven't got been mentioned at all it's it's the grammys we should yeah. be used to this at this point but i'm still mad about it are yeah. we gonna name this episode like scammies part two or something um industry plant hunger games <laughs> industry plant hunger games <laughs> industry yeah. plant battle royale something yeah. like that done okay. also uh producer of the year non-classical uh jack antonoff obviously <laughs> uh finally enough the only nod that solar power got which is deserved because that album sucks mm. <laughs> also yeah. hit boy was nominated hit boy yeah damn for what um which is producer of the year mm. Uh, I don't know what he, what has he done this year actually. I just like Hitboy in general. He did so. a lot of Griselda. He worked with Benny the Butcher. They did an album together. Um, yeah, that was a really good album. I mean, it'll probably go to Jack, but I wouldn't mind seeing Hitboy win because I think Hitboy's great. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? I think that's probably it for like all the things that we care about, really. <laughs> um, and I think we should close the episode off soon because we're going to go to dinner. Oh, best music film. Hold on. Um, I. <laughs> Bo Burnham Inside haven't watched it don't want to don't care I um, don't like people that like Bo Burnham no I hate Bo Burnham uh, Billie Eilish happier than ever I haven't seen it but I'm sure it's good same mm. with everything but I, I want David Burns American Utopia to win because that rocks mm. um, fun fact I don't think he had a hand in the music film but when a Tricks Point Never produced the album that it's based off that's cool yeah. are you a fan of when a Tricks Point Never I kind of chill on every opportunity I get I listened I listened to a little bit like from your recommendation yeah. it's, it's really good I'm a big yeah. fan of him shout out to Dasha he um, did the soundtrack for Uncut Gems in Good Time as well. Oh, did he? Yeah. You love those movies. Both great fucking soundtracks. You know, oh, Uncut really Gems is Pete Davidson's favorite movie. Good. I just got the soundtrack as well for Christmas. I got the vinyl. That's beautiful. It's like, um, evan- like Evangelist like, yeah. influenced. Amazing. He also was working on the new Charlie XCX album. Really? Yeah. Oh, I saw. I noticed that on the... And on his latest solo album, there are features from Caroline Polachek and Arco. That's going to be really good. Cool. Oh, also, he executive produced the Weekend Halftime Show. I'm just running. See, I love Shirley when it took never because he's one of my favorite artists. So whenever someone like doesn't know him, I just go through the whole list. He also invented Vaporwave. Mm. So, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed. Let us know who you think's not going to win a Grammy <laughs> this year. Let us, let us know if you've ever listened to a Her song intentionally, because I know we haven't. Okay, bye, toodles.